Rich Living Darlings, welcome to Jessie's World, Episode 1, where we talk about all things love, life, success, wellness, and more. If you have a good sense of humor, are upwardly mobile, and ready to give it a go in life, then you've come to the right place. You've now entered the intersection where deep, honest discussions meet bare jokes, (laughs) where real talks, tips, and support meet mind your business, and where loving vibes meet everyone. You can follow me personally at Jessica Vibes, that's J-E-S-S-I-C-A-B-I-B-E-Z, um, and of course, you can follow our podcast at Jesse's World. Okay, today's topic is who's raising the adults? Um, and so that's what we will be talking about tonight. But before we do that, you know what happens first? It's Tessie time. And since this is episode one, I'll introduce you to Tessie. Tessie is my alter ego. Actually, shout out to Desmond, my brother, who gave me the nickname when we were younger, um, because it's when I just get real and I I kind of don't pour any sugar or honey on it for you. There's no sandwich technique. Tessie brings it and she brings it with facts. Sometimes, I won't lie, Tessie can be a little rude, Mm, but most of the time, Tessie's just telling it like it is. And so, uh, it's Tessie time. And today's topic, you know what? We're going to talk about the cost of living. Come on, come on. In 2022, honey, I know everybody's inner Tessie just woke up when I said that. All right. So here's the biggest issue. Well, there's a ton, isn't there? The biggest issue is that, I mean, I'm in Canada. I'm suspecting it's similar in America and probably around the world. Um, But what I can say is this, the gas prices went up and obviously it poses a huge issue um, in a ton of ways because everything's required, you know, movement, all commerce, you know, is happening or a lot of commerce is happening through movement, through using gas. So the cost of everything goes up. Okay. So now our government has done things to bring down the cost of gas. Thank you, Canadian government. We need that. Um, And everyone gets a little relief. We all need it. Uh, But then when you go to the grocery store, prices are still high. In fact, pretty much wherever you go, you're going to encounter very high prices at the moment. And it's difficult. And my, I, I think what Tessie is feeling is that every time I look at the news, they're talking about ways to make the cost of living better for the low income community. Now, please, as you get to know me and you've only just begun because we're at episode one, do not misunderstand. You will learn all about my background, about who I am as a person and about the fact that um, supporting, you know, people who have socioeconomic challenges is something I'm very, very passionate about. I grew up poor. I grew up in the hood. 
I grew up in a single parent family home where my single parent was my grandmother after my grandfather suddenly died and my both my parents dipped on me. So, honey, I understand hardship, okay? That said, I worked, <laughs> I fought and clawed my way all the way to the middle class. And then when I got here to the lovely middle class, what I realized was, man, it isn't that different than being poor. It's different in some ways, but you're literally just one step from poverty at all times. And even if you're upper middle class, then maybe you're a couple steps from poverty, but it's there. And the thing that happens when you're in the middle class is that nothing is really subsidized. So, okay, growing up poor, one thing we could guarantee, we lived in a geared to income um, home. This meant if our income went down, the, the rent went down. How beautiful, right? And um, if there were issues with the cost of living, let's say, you could call a social worker or you could go to a food bank or you could you could access supports, maybe get additional money on your checks, special diet, whatever, right? There are ways around it. And, you know, what I can say is that a lot of the times when you are struggling with socioeconomic challenges, you're very savvy and astute and you can kind of find ways to deal with it. Okay, okay. So a lot of gear to income, a lot of subsidy, even if you want to participate in programs, they might reduce your cost of your membership at the YMCA if they know that you live in a certain place or different things like that. All right. Now, when you're in the middle class, nobody gives a crap if you're struggling. Nobody. All righty. No subsidies, no social workers to call. You could go to a food bank. You probably haven't done that. And if you have done it, it's been a long time. It's been a hot minute. And so you'd have to figure out how to connect yourself to community resources. And because you're not in kind of a hub of, you know, where people know low income is, then there's not like a, a local rec center or a local agency. Like you have to literally, you know, go find this, this stuff. And usually you're just trying to get through maybe a period of time. Now... When I turn on the news, bringing it back to today, and I see that the main thing that people are asking, let's say Justin Trudeau for, or let's say gen generally political leaders for, and or what the political leaders are discussing is uh, how to help low-income communities. And specifically also low-income communities or low-income families with children. Well, here's the thing. Again, everyone needs to eat. Everyone needs food, clothing, and shelter. Everyone. They could be a man. They could be a woman. They could be a child. They could be an elderly person, right? Which is a whole other thing. They could be people with disabilities. Everyone needs it. The cost of living is going up for everyone. So unless you're like super high income bracket, if you're rich, no. You got to ride this out. Sorry, people. It is what it is. And when I get to that level where I'm rich, maybe I'll have some insights that tell me otherwise. But I don't think so. I think you got this, right? You you probably have to dip into your personal stuff a bit. It's all good, right? When you're middle class, there's not personal stuff. 
right? Everybody's like a paycheck or two or three from poverty. Well, now there's not enough infrastructure to keep, to basically house and, um, and, and support, you know, an a rapidly increasing, uh, population at the below, you know, a certain income bracket level. So we know this because we saw how John Tory handled encampments. And I, I'm sorry, I'm going to be real. I thought it was deplorable. I don't think you should be, um, you know, bulldozing or whatever. You should be like just dismantling people's homes or their stuff. I understand the issue. I understand it was on public property. I understand. But then provide an alternative. Like, like deal with humans like they're human. Deal with um, people as if they're with some kind of compassion. Nobody wants to be homeless. Nobody wants to be poor. Nobody wants to not know where their meal is coming from or not have consistent shelter. Nobody, nobody wants that. Nobody. So have compassion, right? Yeah. So now that we are looking at this type of inflation and some of the inflation is, you know, there's a lot of things, a lot of factors, but there's a lot of things that the government has had their hand in. For example, the housing crisis. And then you move the marker with the, you know, the Bank of Canada changes the rates and then the housing prices fall and the interest rates go up. But now, even though the prices have fell, which is the whole thing people wanted because they said, okay, we can't afford to buy these homes, do something so we can buy these homes. So they raised the interest rate so they that the prices fell. Now you can't still buy you still can't buy the home because now you don't even qualify, right? And so I, they put a freeze on foreign buying, but watch and see, just as soon as they lift that freeze, because it's only a two-year freeze, uh, the market's going to be so down that the cost of the homes are going to be so cheap, but then still the cost of living and inflation and and the issues that are going on, people are not going to be able to afford it, plus the stress test, plus the fact that now you need more income to qualify with the, with these rates and, and you need to be able to afford, high, afford higher mortgages. It's all quite intricate, um, but it's setting up a situation where foreign buyers can really in two years or a year and a half now or whatever it is, swoop in and just really have a field day. So it's all very alarming and very concerning and not just concerning to the low income community, but to the middle class community too. Right. And so we need solutions too. That's, that's my Tessie gripe. Don't forget the middle. Okay. Do not forget us. Mm. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. I took a sip of water cause I'm human and I've been talking for 11 minutes, but, um, that's the biggest thing, man. Tessie says, you know, you need to reduce the cost of living for everyone, please. And you need to look at the reality. And the middle class could only take the brunt for so long. Man is pushing on our backs too. And we're the ones that are driving and commuting. Because I'll be honest, when I was in the hood, I did not drive a lot. I did, I, I did have like, I was working. But I mean, I knew how to juggle like my time and energy and money, you know, a little, I wouldn't even say better in a way, but maybe, you know, cause I knew what was what, but at the same time, like the cost of living just wasn't as high. Like I said, the income, you know, the rent was geared to income. 
right there, that's a huge thing in this economy because right now, if you want a house, a whole house, you're looking at three grand or more. But at the same time, I could rent a house in prime location for like two bills if you're in housing. So right there, that's a huge, huge relief, right? You could get travel sub subsidy and support if you work, right? You could get support, special diet, and help you buy food. You could all get whatever access to food supports too, right? So none of that is available to the middle class. So we need some support. We need some love too. Mr. Trudeau, Mr. Justin Trudeau, we need love too. So that's what Tessie's saying today, right? Just take care of everyone from like upper middle class, right? To those that are considered low income, I guess. Um, they all need it. I'm not saying low income don't need it. They do. They do. But also, so does the middle class. All right, see, Tessie's not so bad. She just keeps it 100. There's just no honey on it, but it needs to happen, and it needs to happen today, and it can't happen in the form of child tax, this or that, and it can't happen in the form of GST. What about them people that can't even get their taxes done at the moment because they're disorganized, because they lack the ability? Maybe they have ADD, ADHD. Like, I have ADHD. I struggle all the time to keep my stuff organized. It's a genuine struggle for me. So, yeah, I'm okay. Like, I'm up to date and stuff, guys. But <laughs> but at the same time, we're kind of near, you know, if we're in my world. But at the same time, it's like, you know, or maybe they don't have a kid, but they're still hungry. So what, their belly don't matter. And I mean, at the same time, men get disrespected all the time, too. Because if you're a man, I mean, there's not a lot of services that are just for men. In fact, I worked in nonprofit for many, many years. I love that sector. I love the, you know, I love helping people. I hope my podcast helps people. I hope this world, you, you feel welcome. You feel at home. You put your feet up. Me and you, we parlay. We build a community of people that support each other in becoming our best selves because that's really what this world is about. All right. So I worked in nonprofit for like 20 years. I don't know, something feels like that long a long time you know all right and what I know is I came across one men's specifically men's nonprofit, which was um well I guess there's two technically the YMCA but now it serves everybody even though there is a YWCA but and then I think there was like a John Hopkins which is I think for men who were incarcerated and are reintegrating into society. And those are the two that I came across. That doesn't mean there isn't more, but that's me grassroots working years and years. I worked at an aphasia, a place for an aphasia Institute. I worked at a place for, for kids with autism. I worked at several Caribbean locations. Um, I'm half Jamaican, half Canadian. So um, just, yeah, like with that background, I identify, I worked at several Caribbean organizations, all types of organizations, parent organizations, welcoming committees, recreational programs. I just came across only the one for the men. So you can't forget men, right? We need men. We need men. Uh, I'll be honest. Like I love men <laughs> and I think that, um, they're very, important, integral, and valuable, and thus 
should be valued in our society. All right. That's enough. Tessie's had her say. Now we're going to move on to a fun little segment. Woo. I don't know how it's going to go, guys, but I'm going to try my best. I'm going to try my best. We're going to move on to a fun little segment um, called Mrs. Wright. And uh, as you get to know me, you will learn that I, I am Mrs. Wright. Uh, no, but I'm a writer. I love to write. I like to write poetry. I like to write songs, lyrics, hip-hop, all types of things. So Mrs. Wright is basically a freestyle segment um, where in the spot, I just have to come up with um, a poem or a, a short story or a song or a freestyle about whatever that topic is that we're discussing. Um, so I'm trying to find my random topic. I actually use an app for my random topic, but I'll be honest, I actually misplaced my phone. Oh, and I'm not actually editing this podcast. So what that means is I found it. What that means is you just heard my mic fall over (laughs) while I was looking for the phone. That's okay. We're going to be that gritty and that grimy. Like we're going to, we're going to learn so much together. We're going to bond. We're going to be besties, but I mean, I'm just going to be so real. I'm not even trying to be perfect. I'm just trying to grow as a human being. Actually, this podcast, I took a long time. I, I had the logo for this podcast for like, I don't know, maybe like, yeah, from the beginning of the pandemic. So at least two years now. Um, my son is an artist. Check out, follow, big shout out, follow Tredel, T-R-E-D-E-L, the comic god on Instagram, please. If you want to see some wicked drawing, some amazing talent, yeah, go follow him. So he did the logo for this. Um, he's an illustrator, a professional illustrator, and of course, graphics come easy to him. And so he hand drew this logo from my personal lips. So if you're like, what does her lips look like? Exactly what's on the logo. Those are my lips. Um, all natural. We're in a crazy world where I know people get lip fillers and all types of stuff. Um, I'm mixed. I was born this way. And so those are my lips. Yay. Um, but yeah, Jesse's world was created. Uh, I, I spent a long time just meditating, obviously two years on what my world is. And I realized the one thing that's constant, I was, I was I guess I came into the world with a lot of challenges and, and, and I've, those challenges have kind of created other challenges and those have created other challenges. And I I definitely don't give up. Um, I think that what's constant is that I continue to try. I continue to strive to become my best self. And it's really, really important to me. And when creating Jesse's world, I said, I want to help others do the same. And like, maybe we can be each other's accountability partners, have some deep discussions, help improve ourselves, right? First, I want to improve me, myself. Then I want to help you, you improve, right? And then I want to uh, help the world improve that way. And so I'll put on my mask and I'll put on your mask. Then together we can put on some other people's masks and then the whole wide world is just blessed. Um, and maybe we could save humanity this way. 
right? Imagine everybody just so focused on their own personal um, inner light and their own um, personal awesomeness and minding their own business. I mean, there'd be no time for hate or disrespect or drama or like, no. And of course, we want to have fun. Eh? A little drama is spicy sometimes, no lie, especially if it's not yours. But healthy stuff, right? Healthy stuff. We don't want to be like low frequency. If we can kind of dwell in our higher frequency, then that's super blessed. All right. So Mrs. Wright. I don't know. I'm not saying I'm great at it. I'm a really good writer, but obviously everything's off the dome because we're just doing this live with you guys, right? So um, without further ado, remember I can choose either a short story, a poem, a song, a freestyle. All right. So I'm using this app. Uh, it's like I Googled it. So it's random topic generator and conversation starter. And it's a uh, capitalize my So thanks. Capitalize my title. Uh, so I pressed it kind of generate something for anyone. What is the most annoying thing about your phone? All right. Hmm. That's interesting. All right. I got a phone. I never feel alone. Even when I'm all by myself at home. And I think that's kind of cool. I think that's kind of nice. There's so many people with whom I could share my life. Sometimes I scroll. Sometimes I chat. But sometimes I just want to sleep. And that is when sometimes annoying things creep in. Like a ping, 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 you know what I'm saying? Or maybe I'm with my homie slaying. Or maybe I'm trying to get down. And this ping, ping, ping keeps coming around. And it's like, who's that on your phone? And now there's an argument and loving's left alone. And I'm like, why? Why? And it didn't even nobody and it didn't nothing. But it sounds like it is because people are impatient and we're in a world of instant gratification and so ping 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 has to be the most annoying thing about my phone but at the same time when I'm truly all alone and I'm wide awake and I wish anyone knew I was even existing and does everybody even think about me and am I even significant ping can be a joyous thing so it's a double-edged sword what do you do but it asked the most annoying thing about my phone. And I bet you that's what you would have said too. All right. That's my little poem. My Mrs. Wright poem slash freestyle about uh, what the most annoying thing about my phone is. That was an interesting topic. I love the randomness of it. I love that it's so authentic and that I, um, I have no idea what's going to be said. And I just have to go off the dome. Hey, why don't you comment um, and let me know what you thought about it. Ah, what the heck? Let me know the most annoying thing about your phone too, all right? All right, respect. Okay, so this is episode one again. And if you recall, today's topic is who is raising the adults? So now we're getting in to today's topic. Um, and that is the format of the show. We kind of just do like an intro. Um, we Tessie has her time, you know, Tessie time. And then it's like Mrs. Wright, fun, break it up. And now 
we're going to discuss today's topic. Who's raising the adults? Okay. This is like a deep topic because it suggests we're not already raised. Right? Controversial? I don't know. Um, I'm going to speak for myself. Since that really is the only person I can speak for. I feel like I'm raising myself as an adult. Now I understand I'm not your average adult in some ways. Um, and because of those things, some of the things I've already mentioned, um, but I'll talk about it more. Finding balance and kind of winning in all of the wheel of life areas, you know? And even like mastering self-discipline and like just knowing what's what. It's it's all very challenging for me. And I mean, I'd said earlier, like a lot of the times people think, oh, Jessica, she's made it. And I even had someone ask me one time, how does it feel now that you made it? And I was like, made it where? What do you mean? I'm, I struggle every single day. Um, now I am goal oriented and I am driven, but I also have challenges that I face. And so then I'm always balancing this, like, uh, I guess the things that are, you have external challenges, like the world around us. Right. Um, and, and that's, I thought about that too. And that's a whole other topic. And maybe I'll put that in the next show, but the world, like when I look at the wheelhouse, so like for me, for the purpose of this show and kind of how I look at life, the wheelhouse, right? Jesse's wheelhouse of life, um, kind of is community, which like, you know, we talk about that a little bit with the philanthropy and whatever Tessie time, you know, we covered some community stuff there and then fun, which hopefully I will always, you know, it's always, it's always when I have fun and then, Mrs. Wright, that's a fun spot for me writing and stuff. And then health and wellness, you know what I mean? So that's important. And we get some of that under gods and goddesses. Uh, business and success, we get that in our big boss wives coming up. And then love, famine, family, you know? It's always like you want to respect, look at different ways to spend time, like shout outs, thanks, good stories, whatever, right? Blessings, kind of dwelling on the positive if we could. You know, there's negatives too. So life, left, life, left, and life lessons are good too. And then personal development, which is like big, big time. My, my personal development arm is strong, strong, strong. I mean, it don't mean that I already made it. It means I keep trying to make it. And so in that regards, my personal development arm is strong. Um, yeah, man. So that's the wheel. That's the wheel. I don't know how you feel like you're doing on your wheel. On my wheel, personally, I have challenges in every area. And I'm a business development and success coach. I can tell you I've made millionaires. I have made millionaires and I can make more millionaires. But for myself, um, I had to, first of all, I had to pull myself from so far. Like I started with minus everything in life. So I had to pull myself from there, you know, but also there's like when you're raised by wolves, like I feel like I was like a bunny rabbit raised by wolves. So like I'm a bunny 
but I always move like I'm among wolves, even when I'm not among wolves, right? And so that's a thing like just, for example, being cautious or unnecessary fears or phobias or even lack of schedule, you know, the anarchy of it all, right? So I personally feel like I have some things that I'm trying to like improve in every part of my wheelhouse, in every area of Jesse's life, wheel of life, right? Okay. How do you feel? Are, are you, do you have struggles? So one of those things might be, like I said, balance, right? Finding the balance between the pieces. So I find I could do very, very good. But this is the thing. As we become adults, we also learn things. So let's say you didn't have all my challenges. You, you did have parents and they loved you and they raised you. <laughs> the life, <laughs> right? Sorry. For someone who didn't have that, that's a joke. That's funny. But maybe you didn't find it funny. I don't know. But yeah, let's say, right? Let's say you had all like white picket fence, middle class, upper class, rich life. Lucky you. Alrighty. Everybody still has their challenges. And I acknowledge that. It's just a different challenge. So maybe you were taught, let's say, how to eat healthy. So like growing up in the hood, I can tell you 150% our our diet off like we did have good dinners but we definitely had sugary cereals or like those like you just pour water on it and um that becomes your oatmeal or whatever the instant one or we peanut butter and jelly was like my best friend peanut butter and jelly sandwiches um or macaroni and cheese uh even when I was pregnant I have one son I actually have a podcast with him I mentioned him earlier, Tradal the Comic God, and you could check out our podcast, Three Shots and a Mango Beer. So it's a mother-son podcast. It's super fun and um, definitely upbeat vibes. So yeah, check us out over there too, uh, Three Shots and a Mango Beer, uh, but in where on all platforms. Um, and he has a podcast too called Nerd In Out. So if you're into everything sci-fi, comic, geeky vibes, check him out as well. Nerd In Out, right? With, Tr- with Tradal the Comic God. Um, yeah, man. So even when I was pregnant with him, it was like, I was, well, obviously I was a teen mom. I was a young mom because he's like, we're like, you know, we're not that far apart and we're, we're very close, like friends, but also he's my son. So yeah, I like, I ate peanut butter and jelly and like craft dinner most of my pregnancy. I ate a lot of like broccoli and lime. I don't know. I craved a lot of lime, but yeah, it was just, you know, when you're, it's access to food. So we know all about food droughts. And if you haven't like educated yourself, even Ted talks have, have a lot of stuff on food droughts and like certain communities having a lack of fresh food available to them. And then when they do have access to fresh food, they don't have the money for fresh food. And so that was my situation growing up is that we did have some fresh food, but I mean, I remember my grandmother waiting for like my school would sell boxes of apples or boxes of oranges and grapefruits. I guess they would get from the farm or they had some sun kissed program. I think it was like a sun kissed program. And so my grandma would wait for that and she would buy up like however many boxes. I don't even know how we ate all those apples and oranges and 
Because, like, I buy them at the store now. They go bad. But anyway, I don't know. She would buy big boxes. I remember because my uncle and I would have to go to the school and we'd have to put them on the toboggan because my grandma didn't drive. And then usually it's winter that the program would happen. And then we would um, take the, pull it home on the toboggan. So, yeah, man, food droughts is a real thing. So I didn't really raise up with the, like, this is how nutrition works and this is what you should be eating and this will spike your glucose level or this will increase your insulin level. And so now I'm trying to make sure I learn to reduce my insulin level because now I'm an adult looking at adult things in life going, I don't want these things to happen and see certain risk factors and you go, okay, I got to pay attention. But I feel like when you're raising somebody, nutrition should definitely be one of the things you cover. And that's not a slight on my grandmother because, again, I didn't know either. So I didn't even raise my kid because I was a young youth just teaching what I knew, you know, and still living in the hood and didn't have access either like that. So I understand the cycle, but I think that at that level, somebody has to tell somebody something. And the Canada Food Guide isn't even, like, great with it because the amount of grains or whatever, that's some BS because when you really look into insulin resistance as an issue and and even weight gain as an issue and an epidemic and all of these things I've struggled with in my life because I feel like ADHD contributes to weight gain, trauma, childhood trauma, and abuse and stuff like that contributes to weight gain um, depression, anxiety, all of these things. And so like, man, bear obstacles, bear obstacles everywhere, you know, but you have to just persevere, man. You have to keep trying at least. Right. So I, that's it. That's what I've been doing. I've been trying. And I know sometimes I, I put on my professional voice or my sweet voice. And then sometimes I, I slip into like my little slang and, um, it's all good. Hopefully this is all about be bringing our whole selves to the table. And so I'm actually very aware of how chill I am when I'm speaking to you at the moment and how truly myself I am. I want to build a relationship with my listeners and I want to be authentic and I want you to be authentic too. And so truly in my regular life, I speak like I'm a valley girl, I'm a blonde, I'm like, you know, kind of really, I toggle between super intelligent, even brilliant, and especially in business, business development, strategic planning, entertainment planning, certain things like, you know, the business music management, all types of things I love and like thrive in, right? And then I also like day to day, maybe you know, common sense isn't as common or maybe certain things that are obvious for people are not obvious for me. So yeah, I toggle between the two. That's just my personality. It's just how I am. So I don't put on no airs here. And the same way I will, I can speak professionally or sweetly or, uh, but I can also be like girly or valley girl or, or slang or street. And all of those are just me. You know what I mean? And, and have Jamaican, I might come in and out of the patois as well. And that's just facts, right? So y'all get to know it. But yeah, man, 
who's raising the adults? Um, you just look at like even the fallout with the kids, maybe the fact that uh, like if you look at the younger generation right now, I don't know, I'm proud of them in some ways because I see a lot of enterprising young people making things happen for themselves. And at the other side of it, I see a lot of young people suffering from a lack of, of, of raising, you know, basically. And I feel like there's this kind of epidemic of us all raising ourselves to a certain degree. And like, if you look at it from a business perspective, then like brain drain in the corporate sector is a major issue, right? Um, so I've been a business development consultant for years. Uh, I went to school for corporate communications, marketing, strategic planning, all of that good jazz. So in that, with my clients, and I've had clients at all different tiers, I've seen this quest among corporations to kind of like bring back kind of their retirees as consultants to download information to the new people so that there's this knowledge share facilitating some kind of knowledge share so they don't leave with all the information and the company suffers so now if you take that and you apply that to family and the kind of breakdown of family and definitely the breakdown of of like me being black like or half black like i'll say the black side like I mean, like, both sides of my family were broken, right? But, like, obviously, because they came together. But, um, like, even in our black community, we have, a like, a breakdown of our family. And, and it, you'll see the fallout in health. And you'll see the fallout in, like, education. Or you'll see the fallout in, um, even in crime. And it happens in the white side, too, of course, right? I see that all over, like... I see that more in the white side of my family, but my family might, I don't know how that looks compared to the like real, like other people's experience. Um, but what I know is this black, white or other, it doesn't really matter. What I know is this, when you had like a traditional family and you had someone home, they were paying attention to the meals. So you're having your three square meals a day or whatever you want to say. They were paying attention to the errands, the finances, right? Making sure things were running. Then you had someone else out getting the money, bringing it back. So it's like if this was a team, right? You had somebody running the basketball down the court and then you had the person at home dunking the ball. I run it down the court, you dunk it. I run it down the court, you dunk it. Nobody's dunking it. Somebody has to just run it down the court and dunk it themselves. That's more tiring. And then things are going to get missed. You know what I mean? You can't see everywhere. So now, when you had a bedtime, now you might not have a bedtime. So me, personally, I was raised in a home where there was a lot of drinking. Straight up, there was alcoholism. That's a fact. It's episode one. Put it all out there. It's all good. And so because of that, bedtime was like, sometimes there was and sometimes there wasn't. You know? And so that's just reality. So I don't really have, like, I never I never felt like I had, like, a schedule schedule. You know? And uh, I feel like that trickled into real life. 
But I wonder if adults now in single family homes still struggle with that. Because I felt like even me raising my son on my own, trying to do everything, it's, it's like you're catching snowflakes out there. So, yeah, I would love to hear what you guys think. But I just I just was talking about adults and who's raising who's raising us. And when we have challenges, where do we go? We're the leaders now, fam. We're the ones, we're the parents. We're the ones that are supposed to be teaching the next generation how to do it. And sometimes, like, even talking with my friends and stuff, we're all figuring it out. Like, yeah, when I reflect on conversations I've had with my friends, we're literally still all figuring it out. Some of us have done better than others. Some of us, but all of us are still figuring it out. We're all still trying to be our best selves. And I think that's what it comes down to with all of my analyzing and looking at my, my childhood or looking at my situation or trying to figure out, you know, why do I not have it all on lock right now? I have some things like, you know, I'm not doing bad. That's for sure. But I could do better. I mean, you bring home a B, you want an A. That's true. Hmm. So, yeah, maybe the point is we're all trying to strive for our A in our own way. Maybe you have the good career and the money, but your marriage is suffering. Maybe you have the good marriage and and the good career, but you need to get in shape. Maybe you're in shape. Shit, you need to come on the show and tell us how you're doing it. (laughs) If you're in shape, you have a perfect family. You're making good money. Your 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 loving life. Your family loves you. Your friends love you. Your business is on point. Maybe you work a nine to five and you're running a li- a lucrative company. You know, yo, hit me up, DM me. We'll have you on. You could tell us how it's done. But I mean, I feel like you know, most of the time there's a trade off in in at least one area. All right, so that's what we're talking about here. And so maybe we're all striving for our A or our A plus or for those overachievers, our A plus pluses. Um, and maybe that A stands for actualization and self-actualization and the attainment of our own best selves, which ironically, guys, is what this show is about. It's all about coming together and supporting each other while we mind our own business in achieving or trying to achieve our own personal best selves, trying to realize and manifest our own best selves. So yeah, let's go for the A, which is actualization. And um, I think it starts with us raising ourselves, us keeping an eye on ourselves, us finding that balance, being honest about how we're doing in each of the areas, you know, of life that we need to pay attention to. Um, Like I said, community, fun, health and wellness, business, love, family, you know, and personal development. If we're doing good in every area, well, kudos and can we still do better? But it's all about, you know, this journey, man, this journey where we're trying to be our best selves, man. And if I could do that in this world and on this podcast, help you be your best self. Well, I also help me slay some of my goals and become my best self. Then this podcast is more than worth it more than worth it. Welcome to Jesse's world. You know what I'm saying? And I'm so excited because 
like I said, I took two years before I figured out what, how I wanted to go about this. And like anything that is authentic to me, that allows me to be myself, that allows me to help others and really make a contribution in this world gets me hype. It gets me hype. So I'm so hype. I'm so grateful. If you've been listening to this, I'm grateful for you, darling, whomever you are. And um, like I said, follow, hit me up, tell others about it, like, share. Um, And we are going on to gods and goddesses. We're wrapping up our topic because it's okay. No matter where you are, if you're, if you bring in a C, an F, a D, an A, an A plus tomorrow, we can all be A plus pluses. We just got to work on it. Maybe for some of us, it will be the day after tomorrow, but you got to get started now though. And I'm going to start with you. And we're just going to raise ourselves. And then, then that way we'll be able to raise other others, you know, like our children or people in the community who are need us, our mentees, you know, we'll be able to help others or even just our peers um, or even our leaders, right? Help them, right? Because you can't help people if you can't, my goddaughter loves to say, you can't pour from, from an empty cup. And that's, that's facts. So yeah, this is about filling ourselves up here and becoming our best selves and sh- sharing that with the others. Okay, so now moving on to our gods and goddesses segment, which is easy peasy today because we're doing breath work, guys. Just breath and thought observation. I do this every morning. I like to do it on my bed. I sit not cross-legged, but with my feet touching. You can sit in whatever way is comfortable or even lie down. We're about to get real quiet with it for a minute. We're just going to breathe in through our nose. And out through our mouth. And then when you blow out through your mouth, blow out through pierced lips. And, uh, like puckered lips, like you're going to kiss. Right? That helps your amygdala in through the nose. Hold. Out through pierced lips. Keep doing that with me for a little bit. And just let your mind wander. Just be free. Don't try to control your thoughts. If your mind is blank, that's okay. If you have thoughts, just observe them in through your nose, hold, out through pierced lips, and again, try not to judge your thoughts. Or analyze them. Or even pay too much attention. 
simply want to see them, observe them, and let them go. Let the day go. Any stress you might have felt today, let it blow out through your pierced lips. Just inhale green, healthy goodness. And then exhale, red, discomfort, anger, sadness, anything you're feeling. If you have any physical pain, inhale the green healing energy, directing it to that physical area. Let your breath heal you. And hold it. And exhale. This is such a blessed vibe. I love this podcast so much. And I love you guys so much. I love you so much. Keep breathing. I mean, I was like, am I phoning it in for breath work to be the first God and goddesses exercise? And hold. Then I was like, no, it's the first because it's the, it's the foundation then. And hold. If you like me, sometimes your temper could be hot, spicy and hot. And before you pop off at the mouth... Or like think the wrong thing or whatever. You could just breathe, you know. You could just breathe in through the mouth. Sorry. In through the nose. And hold. And then out through pierced lips. And it really does help calm you down. Such a blessed skill, you know. Even if you're in the boardroom. You've got some bad news. You're driving, someone cuts you off. It's okay. It's all good. You live to see another day. Just in through the nose. Out through the mouth. Don't let them pass you in traffic. It's all good. You'll meet them at the stoplight, yeah? We all know them one day. Out through the mouth. Okay. What thoughts did you observe? How did they make you feel? What are you thinking right now? Are you relaxed? All of us have an inner God or goddess. Or both. Yeah, man, we're gods, you know, because we're connected, right? There's an inner self, a higher self, a spiritual self. We want to dwell in, like, our higher frequency, you know, access that, and we want to be well physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. So this is the segment that we focus on our wellness. We come back to center. We come back to self. We, we navigate this world from within. Our driver is inside of us our spirit. We don't want to live a reactionary life where we're always just responding to external stimuli. 
actually feel free to cleanse yourself of social media. I tr I'm going to start a fast Sunday. Actually, today's Sunday. It's late now. So today's Sunday and um, it's my first day fasting. And I'm excited. It's going to help me connect with myself even better. And again, I'm trying to work to reduce my insulin levels and prevent any any form of issues in the future and rectify any anything that might be even going on um, that I might not even be aware of or what have you. Just trying to be my best self and see the world for what it is, you know, and see if it comes back to yourself so that you could be the driver of your life. Okay, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, because, yeah, it's so important to be centered. So do that anytime. Do that in the morning. Do that on your lunch break. Do that at night before bed. Do that anytime you feel stressed, you know? All right. So now I'm going to tell you today's quote. And it ties into the theme, but in a, in a way, maybe in a little bit of an unexpected way. Um, right? So the quote is, growing old is unavoidable, but never growing up is possible. I believe that you can retain certain thoughts. Um, sorry, certain things. I believe that you can retain certain things from your childhood if you protect them. Certain traits, certain places where you don't let the world go. And that's Martin Luther King Jr. That's really interesting to me because this whole conversation, today's topic was like, who's raising the adults? And it was all about, you know, becoming our best selves. And, um, you know, just how do we kind of be better adults and be better people and, you know, live a more balanced and healthy and, and positive life. And then at the same time with this quote, it's saying, but remember that your inner child matters, that it's okay to preserve some innocence. It's okay. That's how I interpret it. It's okay to keep pieces of yourself for yourself, to keep your innocence, to allow parts of you not to, so to speak, grow up. And I think I've done that. I worked really hard, especially I said I grew up in the hood. There's a lot of things you could see in the hood if you were willing to see them. I was trying not to see them. I was trying to just stick into my own little universe and not expose myself to too much because I knew, I don't know how come I knew, but somehow I knew that once you're exposed, you're exposed and you cannot unexpose yourself. So there were certain things I tried my best to avoid and to not allow myself to be exposed to and in that way protect my inner child. I have a very childish, like silly sense of humor. I love corny jokes and stuff like that. Um, you got a corny joke for me? DM me at Jessica Vibes on Instagram. I'm here for it. I'm here for the corny jokes. So definitely in touch with my inner child, right? I love it. I love it. Um, so it's important to keep that part. Yeah, we got to be adults. We got to grow up. We got to have balance. We got to be our best selves. But honey, that child is like um, innocent and perfect. And you definitely want to keep that for yourself, too. So I thought that was a really special quote. And on top of it, it's Martin Luther King Jr. So 
who wouldn't love that? Um, so now we're gonna we're gonna do today's uh, affirmation, and then we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. But I'm hoping you enjoyed the first episode. I'm tired. I I shoot these very late, um, so I hope that uh, you're kind of okay with my night voice. <laughs> I think I will be keeping. We'll continue to shoot these at night, but probably a little earlier so that I'm not this tired. Um, I, the, you know what happened? <laughs> the breathing, the breathing exercise, man, that, that should have been the last thing we did because that got me ready for bed. I was ready to go to sleep after that. Okay. Today's affirmation. Okay. So I just want you to like meditate with me on this. All right. Today is the first day of the rest of my life. I have all the ingredients I need to manifest my best self. So that affirmation basically means it doesn't matter where you are today. You got this. You can do this. It's within your grasp. Okay, darling, I believe in you. Let's say it again. Try to say it with me this time. Today is the first day of the rest of my life. I have all the ingredients I need to manifest my best self. All right, I wrote that just for you guys. And um, from my heart to yours, you have everything you need. Don't let nobody tell you that you cannot do something you want to do, cannot be something you want to be, cannot heal parts of you that you want to heal. I don't even care if it's a doctor. You got this. Okay, you work on you. And and don't worry about anyone else. Mind your business. Last time. Today is the first day of the rest of my life. I have all the ingredients I need to manifest my best self. All right. Thank you so much for visiting my world, Jesse's world. I hope you'll come again. Please visit us at PlatinumRouge.com. Follow us at Jesse's world on Instagram. And of course, if you want to DM me personally, I'm always happy to say hello to new people. Um, at So follow me at Jessica Vibes, V-I-B-E-Z with a Z. And, you know, I really appreciate you tuning in. Leave me a comment. Let me know your thoughts. Uh, if there's a topic you'd like to hear me talk about, uh, feel free to let us know in the comments below and stay blessed.